This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Patterson, and I'm joined here today with journalist Mario Tonaguzzi, who also works with Retail Insider. This is a unique podcast because uh, it's a little bit internal, and uh, uh, the reason we're doing this is because PR News just named you one of the top 10 business journalists in the world. I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that come about? Uh, tell me a little bit about it, because it was, to me, a surprise. Well, you know what? It was a completely out of the blue. I was, I was completely surprised. And I, I, I don't think I even noticed it until I saw a tweet somewhere. Uh, and I went, what, what? <laughs> and uh, then I looked up, uh, you know, the blog that had the information and, uh, and I, I was just kind of stunned actually for a while there. And then, and then somebody, one of my friends uh, texted me uh, after I had kind of shared, shared that news um, and they said, do you realize you're the only Canadian on that list? And I said, what? <laughs> so, yeah, it was, something came completely out of the blue and uh, it's kind of overwhelming in, in many ways, actually. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes people have to, you know, submit their names to certain things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is so interesting. So because you've, you've had a long career. How, how yeah. long, roughly, uh, if you're comfortable giving the number of years, have you been a journalist? For? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I won't I won't say a number, but I'll just say when I started uh, working, I, I started full time in journalism in May 1979. So actually, yes. Yeah. So this would be my anniversary. My very first job was uh, at uh, the Nelson Daily News in, in B.C. So. And uh, then after that, went to the Calgary Herald for for 35 years at the Herald. Oops, I, I mentioned some numbers there. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, 35 years at the Herald. And the last five years, I've been uh, on my own doing a lot of freelance work and a lot of stuff with Retail Insider, which I enjoy immensely. Oh, and we enjoy having you. Wonderful reporting. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's that's fine because you're from Ottawa originally. Is that correct? Or near Ottawa? Yeah, I'm uh, uh, born and raised in Ottawa. Uh, if anybody knows Ottawa, it was, uh, I was um, first, I think it was about first nine years of my life. I was in uh, Little Italy, just off of Preston Street uh, there. And then we moved out to the west part of the city. And uh, I stayed basically in Ottawa until I uh, graduated from Carleton. I took journalism, of course, and uh, graduated from Carleton and uh, moved out west. And I've been out here ever since. Holy cow. Now, when you came to Calgary, um, you yeah. came at a very unique time. Oh, boy. Did I ever. You know what? I, I still remember I had this little red Mustang that I bought at my very first car. I bought Nelson. And I remember driving on the highway and uh, coming coming to Calgary. It's about a seven-hour drive. But but I remember the last little bit coming on up above a highway. Um, uh, what is it? Highway 2, I guess it is, from the south. And I hit the top of the highway and I could see downtown Calgary. And I went, wow, this is cool, right? This is kind of neat. And, and I remember going in and uh, going into the downtown and, and being overwhelmed because at that time there were skyscrapers all over the place in downtown. Uh, it, was, it was kind of a nuts time. But I got to tell you a quick, interesting story. So my very first the the very first night I walked into the Calgary Herald building, which was downtown Calgary, and my boss and I and at that time I was covering sports. My boss at that time was this old crusty guy, and uh, he said, "What are you doing here?" 
and I, I will leave off the swear words of what he said to me. And they said, what do you mean? He said, well, you're not supposed to start till tomorrow. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, I was just a young kid, kind of keen, et cetera. So then uh, he said, okay. And then he says to me, he says, uh, words of advice for you. Don't tell anybody you're from Ottawa. Okay. <laughs> and he said, and, and don't say anything about if, if, if you're probably, you're from Ottawa, you're probably a, a liberal and you're probably a fan of uh, Trudeau. At that time, it was the, the father, Pierre Elliott. Right. Yeah. And, I said, and I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. Next morning, I was uh, across the street from the, from the Herald building and I went downstairs for, for breakfast. I was staying at a hotel until I found an apartment. All these people swearing and kicking up a storm about Trudeau and liberals and, and like swearing about them. And I'm going, what the heck have I got myself into? It wasn't until years later when I uh, was reading the, uh, 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 the Herald, actually, I was reading a, a business story and it mentioned October 28th, 1980, Pierre Elliott Trudeau and Mark Lalonde instituted the National Energy Program uh, that day. It was that day that I moved to Calgary. And of course, anybody out west uh, that knows anything about the National Energy Program, it, it kind of uh, was a kick in the gut uh, to the Alberta economy for a number of years. Uh, so um, that was my first uh, <laughs> my first welcome to Calgary. And I was like, oh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You've been there ever since? So. Well, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I, I had kind of got slapped in the head by my uh, uh, a journalism professor. Uh, he's, he's no longer uh, alive, but he was my thesis advisor at Carleton. He was a former national editor at the Globe and Mail. I remember him that first year I was in Calgary. Uh, him coming out and uh, we went out for a beer uh, across the street from the Herald and I was telling him, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really like this place that much and I, I think I'm going to, I want to go back to Ottawa. And then he got mad at me and he said, Mario, <laughs> he said, you stay at the Calgary Herald for five years and then you can go anywhere you want in the country after that. Okay, <laughs> so uh, after uh, taking his advice, I literally took his advice to heart and uh, I started to immerse myself in Calgary and, and get out more and, and enjoy the attractions it had, et cetera, et cetera. And it grew on me and you know, here I am, like 40 years later, I'm still here. Holy cow. And when did you get into the sort of the retail reporting side of things? Because you were doing a few other things before that. Yeah, well, my most of my career, well, I should say most, but uh, because, um, uh, you know, business has been most of my career now. But for the first about 12 years of uh, my career, I was covering sports. I covered uh, all kinds of sports, professional sports, Olympic sports, you name it. Uh, I did that and uh, then I did some editing as well. And from there, I went into city news coverage. I covered politics. Politics, I actually had a little stint on Parliament Hill one year when the Herald was rotating reporters uh, 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 to cover that beat. I uh, did health and, uh, and crime, a lot of crime. Um, uh, but uh, the last 12 years while I was at the Herald, I, uh, uh, I moved over to business and retail was one of those areas of coverage. So, uh, you know, I, I did a lot of real estate, uh, commercial real estate, residential real estate, a lot of small business stories uh, and a lot of kind of general economic news like, you know, Stats Canada's labor numbers that come out every month, that type of stuff. 
or economic forecasts. Uh, but retail was also one of those uh, uh, heavy components. And uh, yeah, so so for 12 years there at the Herald, that was one of my major beats. Uh, and I uh, just continued and carried on after I left the Herald. Oh, that's excellent. You know, and still doing retail reporting to this day. Love it. Actually, you know, you know what I really enjoy is, uh, and, and, uh, and I thank you for this too, uh, for bringing me on board there a few years back. Uh, but I enjoy the fact that, okay, I know I'm not, uh, I'm not confined to just this market, right. Uh, and in, in my coverage. So my coverage has gone across the country. Right. And, and I'm constantly talking to, you know, CEOs and, uh, and presidents of, uh, of big retail companies. And I, I find that, I, I, you know, I find that humbling in, in a lot of ways, but what I really find humbling is when, when I'm talking to those, those guys saying, well, I, I, yeah, well, yeah, I read the retail insider all the time. I read your stuff all the time. The retail insider, you know, there I'm going, I'm looking at, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, say the, um, uh, Larry Rosen's of the world, right? With Harry Rosen and and the Drew Greens of the, you know of the world and, and all those guys and and uh, it's uh, it is it's a very humbling that uh, to do that and uh, but I really really enjoy it. Oh, that's excellent! And uh, so speaking to these executives, etc., you get to learn a lot about what's happening in the retail industry. Um, what are you seeing a little bit about uh, right now? Is we're in this COVID pandemic situation and there's all these lockdowns and whatnot. You know, I, it is so darn tough. And you know what? It's well. First of all, it's tough to talk uh, because every region of the country uh, has their own, you know, regulations and measures, public measures, etc. So, what's happening in Ontario not necessarily happening in in Alberta or Manitoba or wherever. Um, uh, so it, it's tough from that perspective. And, and bear in mind too that a lot of these companies are national chains, so they're operating in all these different uh, provinces that have you know, 10 different sets of rules, right? Type, type thing, right? But, you know, the bottom line is, you know, you know, lockdown, it's kind of the new dirty word, uh, you know, that nobody wants to use, but whatever form of lockdown has taken place uh, throughout the country, it's had, a, you know, an impact on on business, on retail businesses. Some places that there, and some retailers, it's a devastating impact, right? And uh, how long, uh, you know, you know, I know we were having a kind of off the cuff uh, conversation earlier today, uh, Craig, and I was mentioning one thing that stunned me, and that actually stunned them as well. The CFIB, Canadian Federation of Independent Business, told me the other day that their research shows that, first of all, uh, I think it, the number was like about 170,000 in debt, uh, the average for uh, for small businesses, right? But uh, in, in in Alberta. But what was really stunning was the average debt for a restaurant was was more than three hundred thousand. Like how how do you survive this? I I don't understand. Or are you are you spending the rest of your life paying off your debt? Right? Uh, because who knows how long this can go on? You know, one of the things that amazes me is I you know. To not see the level of closures and bankruptcies that I thought was going to come. And I think a lot of people thought was coming, right? So a lot of them uh, have hung on for various reasons. But but you got to wonder, like, you know, there's only so long many of these places can hang on with this continuing. 
And of course, you know, there is no end in sight. You know, uh, you know, you know, some people are talking, well, maybe we'll get to some state of normalcy, uh, uh, you know, in the fall sometime. Well, maybe not, right? Yeah, because we're talking about, uh, what was it, Dr. Tam was talking about, even if you get two vaccines, you're still not immune, essentially, and that you got to take precautions. Yeah. But, you know, that's, yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, there's just so much uncertainty. And you look, you know, I'll talk, you know, just about the, the Alberta situation, right? There's three times, you know, that people or businesses have had to kind of shift gears. And, uh, you know, this last time uh, was, you know, the one that really got people irate, especially focused, say, on the restaurant industry, right? You know, they started a few weeks ago that, you know, they closed indoor dining, but patios were fine. So everybody goes and and sets up patios or whatever way they can set the patio. And then guess what? Just recently, now patios are no longer there. So so they hire staff back and they lay them off again. Then they, they buy picnic tables. You know, the story I did uh, with for Retail Insider, say, uh, Market Mall, right? Uh, Market Mall uh, put out an uh, outdoor patio for the food court t- tenants, right? You know, they had to go out and, and source out, 20, I think it was 25 picnic tables, right? Stuff like that. Well, what do you do with 25 picnic tables now, right? And uh, <laughs> and the same thing, you know, you, you go down some of the busy streets, uh, like, say, 17th Avenue Southwest here in Calgary, and all those uh, those places that, that went out and bought tables and picnic tables or heaters or umbrellas, et cetera, right, to set up patios, and now, boom, done. But you know what's really interesting, too, to me, and, uh, and, and I'm sure you've probably talked about this with a lot of your people and sources is that if you're in the restaurant industry as a as an employee how long do you want to do this or even as a a retailer how Mm -hmm. long do you want to live in that uncertainty right it's uh it's like the it's like the oil patch here in calgary you know it's up and down etc and people get laid off etc and and People go through those times, they, they hit a point and say, I'm done with this industry, right? Because of the uncertainty. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering, you know, what's the long-term impact for all these retailers, you know, all these restaurant and bar operators uh, in terms of finding staff when, when, when people are, you know, are leaving, right? Uh, you know, they're say some of their long-term staff are leaving to try to find some other jobs because they, they need money, right? They need to work. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, I think in some businesses like food service and retail, people who are, say, against masks and want to cause trouble in locations. I mean, it's not going to be the most fun to work in a store right now or in a restaurant if they're even open. Well, I know exactly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. And again, it goes back to that uncertainty. Like, uh, you know, you don't know, like, you know, I know here in Alberta, say another three weeks, you know, I think May 25th or somewhere around there is when. Uh, the latest lockdown measures will be readdressed. Uh, I'm sure they'll be readdressed earlier, but but you know a lot of these places, establishment have no idea like what's going to happen on May 26 or so. Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, and and how do you prepare for stuff like that? You know, yeah. God, do you have any predictions for say 2022 as we oh, sort of maybe get into a level of normalcy? <laughs> Put me in a time warp thing or something like that, a time machine, and uh, wake me up. <laughs> My son's uh, like a, a punk rocker, right? And uh, he loves, uh, I think it's Green Day 
they have a song, Wake Me Up When It's September, something like that, right? <laughs> I, I kind of laugh, well, no, wake me up when it's 2022, right? And uh, hopefully everything will be good. But again, you know, it's... It all, it's all come down to that race with the vaccine and, uh, you know, what, what wins uh, right now? Is it uh, the number of vaccinations uh, going to surpass, uh, you know, well, they will surpass the, the rate of bi- the virus. But, you know, uh, you know, what at what stage do we get where where we're, we're confident that, uh, you know, we're, we're moving in the right direction? Because right now, if you look at the daily numbers in Ontario, uh, um Manitoba and Alberta, especially, but even uh, I can't remember which uh, maritime province, even there was having some issues with with the spiking of cases, right? So you know that this is uh, still well off in terms of uh, it uh, it becoming uh, something that uh, we're gone past, right? So yeah. so I don't know, twenty twenty two, like oh boy, I, I, you know, you know, I think. Anything before that would be like a many ways a pipe dream. I think we're we got to look at sometime in 2022. Hopefully, that things turn the corner. Yeah, oh, I'm optimistic, but a realist. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be well. You have to be optimistic, but man, you have to also be realistic and uh, read the the scenario. Of what's happening? Uh, because uh, it's it's pretty important uh, right now that. Uh, you know what's happening out there with the cases and uh, and the measures and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh yeah, well, thank you so much for all your wonderful reporting and congratulations as well again on this uh, being named one of the top ten business uh, journalists in the world. Hey, thanks very much, Craig. I appreciate it. <laughs> and thank you everyone for listening to this. I'm Craig Patterson, editor in chief of Retail Insider, and we're here again with Mario Tonaguzzi, who also writes for Retail Insider as well as Calgary's Business. And what else? Oh, man. Uh, Renex, uh, Real Estate News Exchange, another one of those areas that I write for quite uh, consistently. But I've got a, a, a number of different uh, smaller areas. But, you know, between uh, Retail Insider, uh, actually uh, Calgary's business, we rebranded it to YYC Business and uh, and uh, uh, and Renex, uh, you know, all uh, keeps me pretty busy. excellent thank you so much mario okay thanks a lot craig appreciate it and thanks everyone for listening take care and bye for now please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and we'd appreciate it if you left a review with your podcast provider to help others find us too and just a gentle reminder we do have an email newsletter that you can subscribe to that goes out every weekday morning and it has a link to the canadian news from around the web that we've curated from the previous day as well as links to our recently published articles exclusive to retail insider if you go to our website retail-insider.com you can find the subscribe area towards the bottom of our main page and then you can get that email into your inbox every morning. Thank you everyone for listening and until next time.